Okay, we're going to begin this next story. It's called Wonderbun Loses a Front Tire on the M62. This is another tale from Ivy House, New Bolingbroke, this time from about 1973. By now, you will probably be used to tales about Wonderbun. Our very first HGV, or heavy goods vehicle, and coming from Glenton's Wonderloaf Bakery in Grimsby via Herbert Epton, the local haulage contractor in New Bolingbroke. There have been tales of lady drivers, driving examinations, first potato powder trips to Lancashire, romantic encounters in Thetford Forest, and of course, the final demise of Wonderbun. This particular story happened in the middle of all the other events. I was the driver this time and engaged in delivering a load of TMC complaint tyres to their examination centre in North Lancashire. Wonderbun was an Austin FJK 140 12-tonne capacity two-axle diesel lorry with a large box van body. This was one of the reasons we had bought her from Glenton's, plus the fact that she had a large capacity hydraulic tail lift fitted at the rear. Our smaller lorries had been collecting complaint tyres from tyre retailers in the Yorkshire area and are now had sufficient to make a worthwhile trip to Preston. Here the tyres would be examined by tyre engineers from various UK manufacturers and if the tyre in question was deemed to have any fault in manufacture, then the tyre user would receive a credit for part of the value of the tyre he had not been able to use. At this time in 1973, the Tyre Manufacturers Conference, the body established to provide this examination service, had three depots in the UK. Burton-on-Trent in Nottinghamshire, Preston in Lancashire and another depot in East London. We collected tyres from tyre retailers in most parts of the east of England and consequently delivered to all these three depots from time to time. 1973 was early days in our enterprise and I was still the only full-time driver. I'd loaded Wonderbum with tyres the day before and set off in good time so as to be home at New Bolingbroke for tea. I suppose it was about a 300 mile round trip. We were still using logbooks to record driver's hours at this time. I had plenty of time to complete the return journey within the driver's <laughs> daily working hour limitations. That is until I lost a tyre on the M62 going westwards. The day was fine and sunny, and the view over the Pennine Hills was superb. I'd just reached the highest point of the M62, and was about to cross into Lancashire, when I felt a wobble in the steering. Quite suddenly, I then saw what I knew was the locking ring from my lorry wheel speed across the road in front of me. It crossed the central barrier and continued onto the verge of the opposite carriageway. I did have time to note that this high-speed projectile had caused considerable concern to drivers coming towards me. Vehicles of various sizes could be seen to swerve and break hither and thither to avoid my metal ring. Then my attention was taken by further problems with the steering. 
I was being pulled hard to the left, to the side of the road, and I could feel a bump, bump, bumping. Next, the wheel rim shot across the road at a somewhat slower speed, but even so managed to cross the central crash barrier too. As it hit the barrier, it spun into the air and vertically crossed the other carriageway, still going at high speed. Wow, I thought that was lucky. It could have sliced a goodly chunk off any car if it had hit it at that speed, but it didn't. By now, I'd slowed and realised that if I was not very careful, I would lose the tyre off my wheel as the rim and locking, the locking ring and rim had gone. The tyre would be next. I pulled onto the side of the motorway and stopped. The near side was now decidedly lower and I had no steering control. Clambering out, I found that I had a puncture in the left side front tyre. The tyre was just on what was left of the wheel and I thanked my lucky stars that I had all the tools I needed to change the wheel and indeed had a spare tyre and wheel too. I suppose it must have taken the best part of an hour and my goodness I was in a fearful mess once I'd finished. Wet wipes and the like had not yet been invented. Neither had mobile phones so I just had to soldier on as best I could. I did make it to Preston and get home, although a little delayed, as I was late at Preston and the folk had gone to lunch. On reflection, that tyre must have gone down pretty quickly to allow the locking ring and flange to part company with the wheel. This was unusual and obviously very dangerous, potentially, potentially lethal if anything had got in the way of those flying pieces of metal. I'll post some pictures of the three-piece wheel to illustrate how the whole is held together. Now, as we live in the 21st century, lorry wheels are normally for tubeless tyres, and this, this just cannot happen anymore, as the wheel is in one piece, just like your car wheel. That's a good bit of progress. You can listen to another lorry tyre and wheel calamity from 1983 in Nate nightmare breakdown call out there we are that's the end of another story brought to you by cracker books written and read by keith sanders now the the end is different to to the um finish of all our stories now because we don't have a shop anymore um since covid started we decided that we would give free access to all our publications on the internet so anybody can download all our publications free of charge and read them and look at them when they like, where they like. There are nearly 200 of these audio stories. There is almost 100 videos and there are 10 full length page flipping books with lots of colour photos. So you can download any of these off our website and the address is www.itsarumlife.com the spelling is I-T-S-A-R-U-M-L-I-F-E, no gaps, dot com. It's a rumlife dot com. There's hours of entertainment there on that website. Do have a good look and thank you for listening to our story. <laughs>